Hi, everybody, and welcome to another exciting, comics-loving, centered edition of Words, Images, and Worlds. On this episode, I am delighted to be talking with comics creator Matt Bowers. Matt, thank you for jumping in. Thank you for talking with me. My pleasure. Yeah. Anything I can do to get the word out about my uh, my books is uh, uh, welcome. You know, I appreciate it. Absolutely. And the, and the people that are watching the video will notice uh, Memphis being the title behind you. That's the title that I know you best for. I, I know you've also worked as a letterer on some other books that we can mention. Um, but Memphis is the sort of the title that I think I found first of yours. Good, good. That's, that's what I'm hoping will uh, be my thing moving forward. I'm still doing a lot of uh, freelance lettering, but uh, Memphis is my main passion, you know, my book. Yeah. So. yeah. so um, sort of an origins question for you, and then we can talk a little bit about some of your work on Memphis and working comics. And that is, uh, how did you sort of decide to become part of this world of making comics and sharing stories in comics form? You know, I've just always loved comics since I was a little kid. Like, I learned how to read, sneaking my brain. Like now, that's probably not abnormal for a kid to already be reading. But, but in 1975, and yeah, in, in 70s it was. And like I remember the my the nun that taught my class because I went to Catholic school thought I thought my mom had taught me to memorize uh, stuff in the book because I had uh-huh. older brothers. Uh-huh. So I remember she spent like 15 minutes like just quizzing me in front of the class. Like <laughs> she just couldn't believe that I could read, and I could. And the only reason it really was is because I was sneaking my brother's comics, and I guess it was just you know seeping into my brain so mm-hmm. uh, you know i just loved comics immediately and i've and like i never stopped reading comics like in high school college i kept because i just love i love comics and probably by fourth grade i was creating my own stories and characters in my head mm-hmm. and probably like i think it was sixth grade was the first time i tried to make a comic and and I think that was actually my character Pigeon, who is in my book, uh, Memphis. Um, she's a very she's a little different now, but that was the first comic I ever tried to create was Pigeon. And I remember trying to get a buddy of mine to help me write it. He was just kind of he didn't really it just kind of fizzled out. It didn't, didn't really go anywhere. But that was the first time I tried. And then, wow. then it was you know then it was after college that I really tried again, really tried and started sending stuff to publishers. Mm-hmm. And it just had a lot of false starts here and there. I got I got hired by uh, a Marvel editor at one point at a show, and he said, you know, like, and, and so I had given myself a year after college to try to break into comics, and I said, if after a year, if it doesn't work, I'm gonna give it up. Mm-hmm. Well, so like right before that deadline hit, I meet this editor, and he hires me verbally. Says you know, you know, that I wasn't quite good enough, but he was going to give me work, pay me so, so he could develop me. Right. And I was like, great, this is exciting. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Unfortunately, it's, this is before emails and it's before it's just, things are easier now, but back then it wasn't, he was like, go home, email the pages that you just showed me and then we'll get going. Uh-huh. Not email me, mail them. I had to physically mail them. And like, I had copies. I was like, just take these copies. He's like, no, no, I'll lose them mail them to me well so i go home i decide to do new pages to impress him <laughs> and so i spend a week doing new pages i send them off they go to the wrong department and i get 
I eventually get back this really long rejection letter from the submissions department at Marvel. And I call I called his office because he did give me his number and got talked to his assistant and they they apologize, whatever. But like just send the send the pages and we'll we'll go. Yeah, yeah. So I decided to do more, more new pages instead of sending him what he asked for. <laughs> so, <laughs> so that keeps happening where it's like this back and forth of me sending new pages instead of sending him what he asked me for, thinking I'm going to impress him. Well, yeah. by the time it all gets sorted out, you know, probably a month and a half has gone by. Uh -huh. You're dealing with the post office. And at that point, he he's leaving Marvel. Oh no! He left Marvel with um, the guys who created the Matrix movies. Oh, I'm not sure if that's why they left, but that's what they ended up doing. Like they he took those those creators, they went and made the Matrix several years later. Um, wow! But he was like, he's like, look, you're you're not quite there. You're good enough though to be doing indie work. That's what I suggest you do in the meantime, and mm -hmm. then you'll eventually get work and. So it's just been that that sort of struggle ever since of you know I'd go to go to cons and show my work and it's just you know and it got to a point where I wasn't getting like people weren't going they the editors and the artists that I would talk to weren't saying you're not good enough anymore uh -huh. but nobody nobody had worked like they would go you're good enough uh, go talk to that other guy like and so it's just that's just it's just been this thing like ever since of like just barely sort of getting my toe in the water and then not quite but every time i think i'm gonna give up I, some something happens that brings me back in so yeah yeah so i don't, I don't know if that even answers your question because now mm -hmm. i've rambled so much i don't remember what it was um it, it was the origin story and that totally fits yeah, so, yeah. And then at some point along the way i, I ended up meeting through one of my brothers the band cheap trick uh -huh. uh, specific, specifically the lead singer Robin Zander and I did a graphic novel with him based on songs and characters from their albums Yeah, and that's the sort of infamous project that has still never come out 20 years later <laughs> but, but I became friends with him and, and have seen more free concerts than I can ever be thankful for like it so it's one of those things you know like it's you know it's I guess the, the journey not the the destination is that what they say so the journey's yeah. been fun it's been fun it's yeah. been interesting well i have um, hopes that that book will still make it in some way out there well, and uh that's cool points i mean if you're yeah, friends with we, cheap trick that's really cool <laughs> we've actually been talking uh recently about putting it out as a coffee table book so maybe that'll yeah. happen soon that would be awesome I, I just wanted to get out there i don't you know at this point i just wanted because we did a lot of it's really interesting and weird and um the work I did on it is very different than what I do for my book. Yeah, um, so I'd like yeah. to get that out there just so people could see it. The style is different. Um, and I worked on it with one of my brothers. And so that was fun. I'm sure it'll come out eventually. Yeah. Uh, and I keep yeah. pitching the idea to both of them that we should just do a mockumentary about how it never comes out. <laughs> how we've been working Love on it. it forever. You know, call it like uh, who killed the high priest of rhythmic noise. Cause it's called the high priest with me noise uh, based on a song of theirs. Um, so who knows, but, 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 yeah. and yeah, uh, my yeah. book came, came, my book came about because a friend of mine at a record store wanted to do a fanzine called mm -hmm. Heroes Life. Mm -hmm. um, he's obsessed with Sonic Youth. So it was, it was mainly about Sonic Youth, but he wanted me to do a comic strip. 
And uh, I'm a huge fan of Love and Rockets. So my brain started thinking along those lines. I had all these characters already in sketchbooks and sort of developed, but hadn't been doing anything with them. So I was like, I'm going to do, I'm going to do a strip where I can have all my characters in it, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but they're not necessary. Their stories won't be related. So that, that was the first time that kind of did what my book is now, but back then it was called strange behavior. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, eventually it got turned into Memphis, but. Which was actually the original title I wanted to call it was Memphis, but I was kind of scared to do that. So. Yeah, yeah. I came back to it eventually. So, you found the right creative drive. You found the right moment yeah. to to release it and to get it out the way you wanted it. Yeah, and I think it it works because you know Memphis, the city, is almost a character like in mm-hmm. itself. Um, with um, all the stories will always be always take place in Memphis. So. Yeah, yeah. That's why. Uh, the, there's the superhero element that comes in there. There's sort of a game show element that comes in. So um, for folks out there that haven't checked out Memphis, how would you kind of what's what's the elevator pitch, the tagline? OK, so what what I the tagline I come up with when I'm at shows to get people to stop walking by uh-huh. uh, and it's been working is that it's my take on what if there were superheroes in Memphis? Uh-huh. uh-huh that's it that's the pitch and that's what it is and, and, and there's multiple stories going on in every issue that are, are un- sometimes paths will cross but they're not all related like mm-hmm. I, some people um i know are expecting my main character china monroe to somehow be related or hook up with the game show part of it and she's not going to like that's not part of it mm-hmm. she'll always have her own storyline with her characters uh, her side characters Supporting characters, jeez, sorry. Uh, and uh, and then, you know, there's the character Pigeon, so she'll always have her storylines going on. And then there's the uh, the all-girl superhero group, the Power Angels. Mm-hmm. And yes, mm-hmm. they, they hate that name. Also, <laughs> they're a prefab group, so they have no control over that. Um, and then there's other characters I will bring in also, because the whole point of the book is that whatever characters i want to do a story about i can do it in this book yeah love it you know that that's why i wanted to call it memphis it's it's, uh, freedom you know it's your creative playground yeah yeah exactly and um i have like the first 50 issues plotted out but as i as the years go by and i keep working on it you know i had new ideas so like that's that's probably expanded out now to 70 or so but and then nice but so that's that's interesting. And I do have sort of end stories for some of the characters where they will not be in the book anymore. But um, God willing, I'll get to those stories and be yeah. able to do that. But, um, that's the plan. Yeah. How did you land on sort of the visual style? And uh, it's a very colorful book as well. The The color schemes are really interesting. So how did all of that come to be? A lot of inspiration from... Just the music I love. Uh, which characters will pop into my head and stories will pop into my head, even if it has nothing to do with that song. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So music really triggers my creative ba- brain for this kind of stuff. But um, you know, I'm very inspired by Love and Rockets, like I said. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Michael Golden, Paul Smith. You know, a lot of the indie books from the from the early '80s. You know, like Nexus and the Elementals mm-hmm. and 
stuff like that like that stuff american flag like those things left like a huge imprint on my brain and like i think all of that is affecting what i'm doing now at least when i'm doing my book because when i'm doing my book it's me it's like unfiltered i don't even have an editor uh it's you know i i do the book all on my own and then at the very end i get my wife to look it over and see if uh some of the dialogue should be tweaked because she used to tell me a girl will never say that Mm-hmm. And I have a lot of female characters. So I was like, okay, if if a girl wouldn't say that, tell me what she would say. Because I've got too many <laughs> girls and women in this book. So, like, I don't want it to just seem like a dude's, you know, I'm a guy, but, you know, we're not to come off as real as possible, you know. Um, yeah. So, so I've got that in my pocket. She she helps and um, she comes up with some brilliant little little things that, that make a huge difference. And so I, I love doing that with her. It's pretty cool. And, um, yeah. And yeah. and we're also writing a screenplay right now. So that's that's gonna be interesting. Um based on her her experiences as a teenager. Awesome, awesome. Yeah. I, I love those connections between film and comics. And I am also somebody that benefits from uh having a wise wife and, and the wisdom of wives and the people in our lives. Yeah. It's it's a wonderful thing. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So if I'm a person out there that wants to check Memphis out. I know there's a new issue on the way that you've been working on. Um, this is the first topic. I don't know if you can see that. Uh, I think you disappeared. I think it disappeared. But yeah, if you lean forward with it, it might come into view. There it is. We There was a glimpse of it there. I got about something. Anyway, there you go. That is. Anyway, it's Memphis number three. It's coming out. Uh, to have them next next week. Um, and, so, and this one, I've done everything on my own as far as getting it published and everything. Um, though it's still through Bad Dog Comics, which is it's sort of a co-op other out to to publish. Um, but this time, I actually was the one pulling the trigger, getting it, getting the ads for it to cover the printing costs and getting it to the printer. So they're coming directly to me. So. I have to decide exactly when I'm going to release it. And then (laughs) I don't know if it's going to be next Wednesday or if it's going to be a little bit after, because in this issue, my characters, some of the characters go to a local um, event called spill it. Uh And spill it is a, like a spoken word competition, like a storytelling competition. Uh It's, it's a blast, you know? And like, and like I was there one time with my wife, Kristen, and then we, we took my mom at another time. And each time I was there in the audience, I was like, man, this is this is so cool. This is so much fun. I want to do something with them. And so like I contacted them and they were like, yeah, you're like, you want to do something cool. So I came up with this idea that my characters are going to try to go to spill it, try to have a night off without any kind of drama or craziness. And of course, the drama craziness finds them at spill it. And uh, and there's there's real people in this comic that are spill it contestants. They they let me use their likeness and gave me their stories to put in the book. Oh, that's awesome. And so that's, so that's cool. So like, so next Friday on the 22nd, I'm going to be at the next spill it doing a signing and we're going to definitely, the book will be available at that point. I'm I, like I said, I'm not sure if I'm going to release it before that, but from the 22nd on, it'll be out there. And then on the 23rd and the 24th, I'm going to be at Memphis comic expo. So um, people locally can get it there. Um, and then, you know, like, don't have national distribution yet, but if you want a copy, 
you can email me at mattbowersmemphis at yahoo.com and you can get them directly from me. Cool, cool. And, and sure in the future, okay, cool. And in the future, uh, I will have a website called mattbowersmemphis.com. I have the domain, but I haven't finished making the site yet because it's very much out of my way. Um, and you'll be able to order directly from there at some point. Awesome, awesome. I was going to ask about websites and um, the social media things and, and things like that so people can connect. So that is good yeah, to know. So you can, and, and on Instagram, it's Matt Bowers Memphis. And Facebook, it, there's a group, Matt Bowers Memphis also. So I'm trying to keep it up, try to have it all the same to help it make it easy to remember as we move forward. So it sounds like the creative journey uh, will be going for some time. It sounds like you have the... Yeah the path yeah. plotted forward really the uh you know the, the only problem the, the problems are not creative the problems are finding the time to get it done while having mm -hmm. a day job that sort of thing mm -hmm. but i mean you know it is what it is because once it gets finished and it's out there it's it's really exciting and it's worth it it's worth all the, the hard work um and the next issue is actually ready to go and it's a color one a color issue called memphis the memphis special it's a bunch of um, short stories collected together, and they're all in color. And it's got to get the funding to get that published. You can actually check it out digitally on Comixology. It's on it's on Comixology already. Nice, nice. Um, but I want to get it printed. So that's that's the next one that'll be printed and out there. And then I and I've just started working on number four. Nice. So I'm excited for that because it's uh, I don't know it's gonna be a fun issue. Yeah, yeah, cool. Very cool. Um, well, I appreciate the musical connections. I appreciate the the Memphis connection. I lived close to Chattanooga for about 17 years. Um, so yeah, yeah. Much appreciation for Tennessee and Memphis and the area. So well, you know, people say, you know, write what you know, right? And uh, and I think that is a good thing. Um and uh, like I was telling someone who was asking me, like, why, why Memphis? Like, right? Like, why not some other city? Well, mm -hmm. I live in Memphis, or I have in the past. I don't technically now live about thirty minutes away, but I'm right. I'm like a suburb of Memphis called Olive Branch. Yeah. So I'm in Memphis all the time. But uh, I lived in Midtown Memphis for eight years, and I grew up in Memphis as a kid. And um, like, Memphis is a city that everybody knows about mm -hmm. right mm -hmm. and i think i read somewhere it's 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 in the top probably five of cities that mentioned in songs yes. not necessarily <laughs> in the title but they're mentioned and it, it and it's so it was like yeah memphis is like why not memphis right memphis mm -hmm. is famous infamous and and i live close enough to like and and so i actually put real uh seeing a real uh, backgrounds into the book um and i've been doing a lot more of that as we've gone going forward and that and it's it's more work but it's a lot of fun you know and um and i, I like it i enjoy that so yeah yeah the other cool thing that always comes to my mind is like you know it, there's superheroes in the book and i yes. think about like the mythology of like you know, all the way back to Memphis and Egypt and, and things like that. So that's a whole other thing that lives in my mind when I think about the book as well. That's cool. I like that. Yeah. Like yeah. Yeah. So like definitely though, like it's my take on what a superhero is. It's definitely not 
your standard superhero thing. Though, I mean, I, I love that. I still, I still read a lot of comics, um, mainstream stuff, and a lot of indie yeah. stuff. But, but I like, like you said, that that early era uh, indie, like there was like a boom in the early eighties, you know, of, of mm-hmm. indie comics, man. Like, and that stuff just really changed my brain of how I think about comics and like. It's just, it's weird because like you know I, I can do a st- standard superhero comic story and I've done plenty of that but when I do this kind of stuff, yeah. man, it just like it it gets me so excited and, so, and I and I think the work is so much better. I appreciate the <laughs> the fresh take on a superhero story. I appreciate that you're not just kind of doing what everybody else does and you're making it your own. Yeah, yeah. Like I, I just would like to recreate that energy from from that I felt as a kid with those those books when like reading american flag or elementals and it was just so different mm-hmm. visually and the stories the type of characters all of it like it just was so such an interesting time like um and i still you know i all of those books like if they're available digitally i still i have them in my library and i read them i reread them and uh, um love and rockets is still going strong mm-hmm. um yeah man it's like i'm just a huge fan of, of, of that kind of I'm just uh, the the freedom and the creativity of of not boxing yourself into um, a certain style or whatever. And just like I was saying, like some of my characters have a end story. Mm-hmm. Like I don't want to be like I and I guess I'm taking that more from sort of Japanese comics or whatever, where you tell the story and then it's over. Mm-hmm. Where like you know American comics, you tell the story and then you get a new creative team and then they tell their version you know right. like that's not going to happen in my book so uh, yeah so though i do i would like to see other creators do takes on my characters but um while the stories are going on not afterwards so yeah so. yeah that that would be really cool to see that could be its own anthology sort of uh yeah. what i would love to do and uh, i would love to do uh four annuals a year mm-hmm Hear, hear me out. I know an annual means once a year. Do like a like a winter special, a spring break spring break special, summer fun special, you know, Halloween special, that sort of thing. So each season do a annual where it's other creators working on it. So yeah, I, you know, one day, one day, you know, I would love to do that. So hopefully, that's cool. And, uh, and I've actually created a um, a concept called the Atomic Bomb Society that um i'm getting ready to pitch to the other creators um at bad dog comics to see if anybody in the group wants to work on it because i don't have time to work on it but i like the concept and basically the concept is uh it's it's, so it's like a a group of superheroes that say it's a combination of the justice society and the legion of superheroes Mm -hmm. so like they they form soon after the atomic bombs were dropped um to you know at the end of world war ii um but they are headquartered in the far future and they they're trying to put out fires of uh cosmic importance type of thing so mm-hmm. uh, i wanted to have that weird kind of epic epic feel but, but it's a lot of weirdness like in the the first sort of idea i came up with for storyline is uh, a time traveler went back to kill baby hitler right mm-hmm. that whole thing <laughs> And when he gets there and he has baby Hitler in his hands, he can't do it. Or she, maybe right. she can't do it. I haven't even developed the character. They can't do it. So they kidnap baby Hitler instead. They decide to raise baby Hitler to be a good person. <laughs> and 
the atomic bomb society was like no like that's going to cause all kinds of a ripple effect that's going to destroy the universe and we have to get that baby back and put it back into place yeah. so that's that's yeah. the first idea for a storyline and that's the kind of storylines i want it, i think it should be done with this concept but like i said it's in the early stages and hopefully it'll be coming out through bad dog but um like I said, don't have a creative team yet, but um, hopefully soon. Love it, love it. Well, we're well, sending all the good vibes for the creative journey. It sounds like you have lots of ideas that are cooking. I'm seeing a whole like created by Matt Bowers cool. imprint sort of thing. Cool. Yep. Yeah. All yeah. right. Yeah. Um, well, thank you so much for taking some time. Did we miss anything in the the talk through that you want to make sure to share about Memphis or anything else that's uh, sort of cooking creatively? I don't know. I, I don't think I can't think of anything right now. There probably are tons of things. <laughs> um, you can mention, I, you know, you mentioned the lettering I do. Yes. Yes. Uh -huh. I do a lot of indie lettering. Um, the main lettering I do is with the creative uh, with a couple of writers. One is named Sheldon Allen. He's mm -hmm. out of Miami. He has these great crime comics. Uh, we worked on one called Crucified. We worked on one called Concrete Jungle. Mm -hmm. Right now, we're working on one called. Uh, originally, it was called They Choose Violence, but I think we're going to call it Black Chicks. And it's <laughs> about a group of um, black women vigilantes. Um, and it's very edgy and. Um, uh might cause some scandals when it comes out but it's very well done um and so i like i love working for, with him and i work on all his books because he's his writing is amazing like this he's gonna people are gonna know his name in a year or so yeah um matter of fact one of his one of his comics uh called snatched has mm -hmm. been licensed by i think warner brothers Nice, nice. For, yeah. I, I think they're doing a show, yeah. So, so you know, most of his books come out through Scout Comics, mm -hmm. but this new one, Black Chicks, I think he's going to take it elsewhere because it might be a little too much for them. They're, yeah. They're, yeah. they're a little scared of certain things, so he he doesn't want the he doesn't want those restraints. So, yeah, yeah. And I also work on a book called American Dreams, which is really interesting. Um, and yeah, so I'm always open to new new projects. I think I think that stuff um it just helps keep the creative juices going. Um mm -hmm. and um there was a point where Kristen, my wife, uh had cancer and she was going through chemo and tried to stay busy during that period, but the only stuff I could actually do creatively was the lettering. Mm -hmm. like I couldn't work on my book. I, I tried to work on my book and I um and matter of fact, that's spill it the spill it story was was right at when she was getting diagnosed you know um and i had hoped to work through it and, and it, i just couldn't like so like that shut me yeah. down uh for memphis for a while but um she got through it and she's healthy and, and clear now and um, good 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 um but but it was a it was a blessing that like i still I had these lettering gigs that i could do and it sort of helped me get through it and yeah so that was cool so yeah. I'm, I'm always open to new to new ones uh new projects so and, and snatched concrete jungle crucified those are all out there and uh folks can can look those up on amazon and a lot of different places um i've seen those as well american dreams it's, it's really good it's on um band of bards um yep. Yep. really good book yeah well, interesting concepts and stuff so uh yeah so i, I think that that's it i know i tend to ramble on i hope that's no you're good you're good not at all but not at all I, 
I'm the kind of guy that's quiet until you get me going, and then I can't stop talking. <laughs> so, and and if you're like would, me, comics is the thing that you want to talk about. So that is oh good. yeah, Com- <laughs> comics, music, and then like you said, movies uh, is the other thing. I love movies, and so those three things like you, you get me talking and yeah, forget about it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so, I get you. Well, yeah. glad that your wife is doing better. Glad that uh, Memphis is on track and also sending the good vibes with the screenplay to come as well. It's very exciting. Yeah, it's going to be really, really interesting. I'm not even going to tell you what it's about, but it's going to be really interesting. I will say this. Um, so it's based on her high school experiences that are hilarious. She's been telling me stories that are hilarious. I'm like, you've got to put this in a movie format. <laughs> so I'm helping her do that. Uh, we we knew each other in sixth grade and seventh grade, and then my family moved and we weren't in touch for a long time. But so I wasn't even in her life during this period. Um, but so our idea is we do this the first we want to do two. The first mm-hmm. one is a comedy, like a raunchy comedy, like bridesmaid type of raunchy comedy, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, with the female you know protagonist, like the, her point of view, which um, in this type of movie that we specifically want to do has not been done from a female perspective. So I think that could be really interesting. And then we want to do a sequel that is about some more serious things that she went through as a, as a teenager and potentially maybe even me, I went through some serious stuff too at the same time in a different state. And so we might want to put that together in a movie and in the drama yeah. But what I think would be, would be interesting is if, if it actually acted as a sequel to the comedy even though it switches genres mm-hmm. and even mm-hmm. if you use the same actress to play the Kristen character, I think that could yeah. be really cool. Um, and I don't, who knows, but yeah, that's uh, cool. but I don't think that's ever been done. I don't think everybody, anybody's done a sequel and then a uh, sequel to a comedy and then done a, a drama as the sequel or vice versa. I, I think that could be really interesting. And there's a true lifeness. There. Right, exactly, exactly. Life can be funny and life can be tragic, and mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and there's it's just, it's just, you know it's the same side, it, uh, different uh, just uh, same side of the coin, different side of the coin, whatever. I'm, yeah, yeah, <laughs> know, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, so that that's that's another thing we're working on. And matter of fact, we've earmarked um, tomorrow. That's uh, screenwriting thing. So. Love it. Love it. <laughs> Yeah. Good to have collaborations, and uh, anytime you want to come back on to talk about future things with Memphis or uh, films or anything like that, I'm always glad to host you. Absolutely, man. I appreciate it. I really appreciate you reaching out to me, and uh, it's been fun. Yeah, yeah. Great to talk with you, and I know we've done a written interview, but great to do yeah. a face-to-face. So, yeah, definitely, definitely. All right. Well, uh, I hope folks out there will check out Memphis issues one and two, and now three and um check it out on comiXology and in other spaces and uh yeah thank you so much matt all right thank you